How do I find a new job? How can I make a career change? And the biggest question of all, can I really find a career that I love? Hey, my name is Jen Smith, and I believe career success doesn't have to be at the expense of living a radiantly happy and healthy lifestyle. As a former HR leader and recruiter turned career coach, I get what companies are looking for when hiring top talent. What that means for you is an unmatched combination of insider knowledge and the best kept secrets about making heart-based career changes and navigating the ups and downs of job searching in today's world of work. Whether you're a recent graduate navigating the job market for the first time or a seasoned professional ready for a career change, this show is for you. So grab your coffee or your kombucha, pull up a seat and get ready to be challenged and inspired to move beyond your self-doubt and take the right next steps towards landing a career you love. Because you deserve a long, radiantly happy and healthy career. This is the Flourish Careers Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Flourish Careers Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Smith, and as we move into the month of February, a month traditionally associated with love, let's dive into a topic about loving your career without burning out. The age-old concept of work-life quote-unquote balance has transformed into work-life harmony, especially in today's tech-driven world where we are seamlessly and constantly integrated through technology. Now, think about the word balance. What comes to mind? I think of walking on a narrow balance beam, teetering from side to side and barely holding on. Now, picture the word harmony. What do you think of? Maybe the beautiful harmony of a song or a continuous wheel or circle or even a heart. It feels much more natural and easy. I've been hearing about work-life balance since I started in the corporate world a long time ago. It's a path I've been on and it's one that I believe we have to shift away from. We have to shift away from balancing all the things to harmonizing all the things. And this is an essential shift for anyone who's seeking true career fulfillment while staying grounded in their life. So let's start with a quick story. Several years ago, I found myself in a demanding job. I was passionate about my work, thrived in a fast-paced environment. However, as the months passed, I noticed that there was a shift in my overall lifestyle and well-being. The lines between career and personal life really started to blur. Late nights became the norm even middle-of-the-night meetings with colleagues across the globe, and emails and work-related stress just totally consumed me, even on the weekends. I'll never forget this one particular evening. I was working late, and I was totally absorbed in this project that seemed like it was never-ending. And my phone buzzed with a text message from my friend inviting me to a spontaneous dinner. 
So this was an opportunity to connect and relax and enjoy the night. An opportunity that I knew I had been missing for a long time. But as I looked at my unfinished work and the piles of tasks on my desk, I really hesitated. Part of me felt compelled to decline the invitation and just continue working and keep up my momentum. Yet another part of me really longed for these simple pleasures of just getting out and enjoying a night out with a friend. So in that moment, I made a conscious choice. I decided to close my laptop, leave my work, and embrace the opportunity to connect with someone who mattered to me. So as we sat around the dinner table, we shared laughter and stories, and I felt a sense of reconnection, not only with my friend, but with myself. It felt so nourishing, and I didn't forget that feeling. So over time, I realized that finding that harmony between career and well-being isn't just this personal revelation. It's a really transformative experience and it reshaped my approach to career. So I discovered that career fulfillment isn't solely about climbing a corporate ladder or achieving success. It's really about honoring my values, nurturing my well-being, and cultivating meaningful connections inside and outside of work. So this taught me that true career fulfillment goes hand in hand with a harmonious work life, especially when we carry our phones around in our pockets everywhere and we're constantly connected. So I share this story with you today because I believe that like me, many of you are on this path to finding harmony and feeling more fulfilled in work and life. So let's explore a couple different strategies that can help you love your career without burning out, including knowing your why, aligning with your values, setting boundaries, and creating opening and closing rituals into and out of your workday. So these are some of the things that really have worked for me. And when it comes down to it, it's about cherishing your career while savoring moments of joy and the richness of life beyond it. So first, let's explore the significance of understanding your why in your career. Now, your why is not just a vague concept. It's about your purpose. It's the driving force behind the actions that you take in your career. So think of it like this compass that guides you forward and helping you to navigate even the stormiest seas when you have this clarity and determination of your why. So imagine waking up each day with a sense of purpose, knowing that your work aligns perfectly with your core values and your beliefs. This alignment isn't just a theory, it's a real tangible reality that I work with a lot of clients to bring into reality. So let me share a story with you. This is a story about Adrian, who is a talented marketing professional. And for years, she climbed the corporate ladder. She was chasing bigger paychecks. She was chasing the promotions. And while her career was pretty successful on paper, she felt like something was missing. She was really disconnected from her work and that daily grind left her feeling disconnected from her work. So one day she did a self-discovery workshop and started to think about her why. 
One of the things that she realized was that she had a ton of energy to use her marketing skills to promote sustainable and ethical products aligned with her value of environmental responsibility and social justice. So while she was doing this workshop, it really ignited a spark within her. And by the time she got to me, she was needing help with her strategy and actually her branding to rebrand herself toward a career in sustainable and uh, environmental responsibility. So she decided to take that leap of faith and transition into this new career Of course, there were challenges along the way, but the alignment with her why gave her that motivation to keep going. And today, to this very day, she is excited about her work. She knows she's making a meaningful contribution to something that she cares about. So there is a lot of power in having a clear and compelling why when it comes to your work. And this story is a testament to the potential of aligning your career with your purpose. And it demonstrates how people just like you can harness the strength of your why to achieve success and results. Another example is Leslie, who was a chief of staff for a nonprofit group that supported city planning. She enjoyed the leadership component of her work, although the industry of city planning or the sector of city planning just wasn't sparking interest for her anymore. In her spare time, she is a women's lifestyle media junkie. She listens to all the podcasts, reads the books, magazines, consuming all the content. So she decided to change industries into working for a small up-and-coming women's beauty and wellness brand. And that really sparked and gave her motivation and got to the core of her why. So if this resonates with you, a couple things to think about. How are you most excited to make an impact? What would be fun for you? What types of industries or sectors are you genuinely excited about? How do you spend your time when you're not working? Now, this doesn't have to be anything altruistic. It's simply thinking about what you're genuinely interested in, and that can help you dig into your why and focus your search. Now, let's talk about your values. I want to dive into the role of personal and professional values in your career. Your values are your guiding principles. They're the things that truly matter to you in this season of your career. So think of values as your foundation or your roots. I like to think of a tree. Their root system runs deep. I know a statistic that said a tree's root system is 1.5 times the height of the tree. So you can grow a healthier tree if you understand its root system. Same thing in your career. You can cultivate a much more fulfilling career if you understand your roots, or in this case, your value system. Values carry worth. They're appreciated, respected, esteemed, and treasured. And when you value something, you attach great importance to it, 
And that dictates how you spend your time. And when you think about it, we spend a lot of time at work. And if we're at a company or we're doing something that isn't aligned to our core values, it can lead to burnout. It can lead to feeling feeling bored out. It can lead to feeling fried. And most likely, all the reasons you might even be listening to this podcast in the first place. So once you define your values, you'll be able to use them as decision points when the time comes. So to identify your values, set aside some time for self-reflection. Find a quiet and comfortable place where you can really think about what matters to you most in your career at this time. So ask yourself what's truly important to you. And the key here is that there's no judgment. Sometimes we get caught up in all the shoulds and what everyone else is doing opposed to what we really want. So start to think about what you really want and be true to yourself. So from there, you can just brainstorm a list of values that resonate with you. They can be single words. They could be short phrases. It's really just about about what matters most to you. And don't worry about organizing or prioritizing or anything. Just come up with a list. A a couple examples here I'll share with you just to spark some ideas. So a former client, let's call her Abigail. She prioritized her values as wealth, adventure, and learning. So she's probably someone who's very career-oriented. Maybe she has a travel component in her job. Perhaps she's an entrepreneur. But she will lead a very different career path than someone who has personal core values of solitude harmony or autonomy. So maybe that person is a researcher or a scientist or someone who really wants to be working in a quiet place. These are two completely different people with different values and different career paths, which is fantastic. That's really what makes our world fun is bringing together all those different perspectives. So the idea here is just to be true to yourself. Once you have your list of values, you can begin to categorize them into two main groups. And I like to do this by your core values and your lifestyle values. So your core values are kind of like the fundamental principles that guide your life and your career. They're usually timeless. They're non-negotiables that are deeply ingrained. Lifestyle values, on the other hand, might vary depending on the phase of life you're in. So these values motivate you to do your best work, and they can evolve over time. Core values and lifestyle values go hand in hand. So once you have your list and you've categorized them, it's time to prioritize them. And The reason you want to prioritize them is because when it comes to making decisions, you'll at least know what your top non-negotiable priorities are. And I like to encourage folks to get to your top, at least top three values. So which of the values on your list are absolutely essential to your happiness and fulfillment? Which values do you want to prioritize in this current season of career? And how do these values conflict with each other? If they do, how can you reconcile that conflict? So then you can you can take it a step further and assign a level of importance or priority to each of them and then just use your gut to rank them. And so now you have your values prioritized. And from there, you want to reflect and just make sure that they are aligned. 
And then identify some tiny and actionable steps that you can take to bring these core and lifestyle values into your career. So remember, these are not static. They will evolve. It's just important to regularly review them and make this process of reflection and alignment part of your ongoing career development. Okay, so now we've covered connecting back to your why. We've talked about your core and lifestyle values. Now let's talk about boundaries. Maintaining a healthy work-life harmony requires setting and respecting boundaries. This is probably the most important one, and I know that it is a lot easier said than done. So with this, you can start by asking yourself what aspects of your work are causing you stress or discomfort. Are there specific tasks or responsibilities that constantly drain your energy? When do you feel most overwhelmed or stretched too thin in your work? What personal values and priorities are most important to you right now? You can also start to identify situations or scenarios that trigger negative emotions or stress in your work life. These often can showcase where your boundaries might need to be adjusted. So it could be a demanding client or excessive overtime, constant interruptions, or lack of personal time because you have too many work-related commitments. So once you identify them, it's time to figure out what your boundaries are and communicate them. This is hard because you have to be assertive in your communication. And there is a way to be assertive and express your needs and your boundaries confidently and respectfully at the same time. So a few ideas here. First, emphasize the importance using I statements. So you don't want to communicate your boundaries using we or they or us. You want to use I and making sure that you're not sounding accusatory to anyone. So this is your personal boundaries and this is why you need to put them in place. In some instances, setting boundaries might need to involve negotiation or compromise. And that's okay. Just be open to the discussion. Different situations or relationships call for different approaches. So with certain colleagues, you might need to establish boundaries related to collaboration or interruption. And maybe you could have that conversation with a couple of your colleagues together. When it comes to managers, it could involve setting expectations around feedback or evaluations. When it comes to clients, you might have to talk about managing a project scope or a timeline. Think about tailoring your approach to suit each of these different types of contexts that might be involved in breaking your boundaries. Now, let's talk about one of the most overlooked aspects to maintain work-life harmony, which is bookends, opening and closing rituals. This is a game changer. The simple practice of intentionally opening your workday and intentionally closing your workday will significantly enhance your mental and emotional well-being. When you think about it, you have the most control over the start of your day and the end of your day. Whatever happens in between sometimes can get a little chaotic. So imagine your workday as a book. It has a compelling beginning, an interesting plot, and a satisfying conclusion. 
Unfortunately, many of us tend to skip the opening and closing chapters, and we allow work to bleed into our personal lives, and it's causing all of this stress. So here's a few thoughts on crafting opening and closing rituals. Having a mindful start. Begin your workday with mindfulness. So instead of diving straight into work and checking your email, take a few minutes to set an intention on how you want the day to go. Maybe just do a few deep breathing exercises or write in your journal for a minute. This mindful start helps you maintain a smooth transition into work mode and reduces all the chaos of the morning. This is so important. I dedicated an entire episode to morning routines, which I'll link to the show notes. It really sets the tone for your entire day. And then another thing you can do is establishing a closing ritual. This is one thing that I started doing that seriously changed the game for me. So declare an end of your workday. So the things that I like to do are planning for tomorrow. So before I end my day, I'll just take a few minutes and jot down what I'm doing the next day. And then the other thing that I do is I write and I did it list. I make a list of everything that I accomplished for the day and just a little moment of celebration like, oh, wow, I did get a bunch done today, even if it was the most chaotic day. And then do something physical to end your workday. This could be shutting the laptop down, turning off work-related notifications on your devices, or literally physically leaving your office or your workspace if you work for home. This ritual can symbolize the transition from work mode into personal time, and it helps send a clear signal to your brain that you are done with work for the day. So I hope these ideas have helped you. As we wrap up this episode, I want to leave you with a powerful reminder. Loving your career without burning out isn't just a possibility. It's a total reality that you can achieve. It begins with understanding your why, aligning your values, setting healthy boundaries, and embracing the practice of bookends to start and end your workday. Your career is a significant part of your life, but it shouldn't come at the expense of your well-being. Remember, a successful and sustainable career isn't about constantly pushing yourself to the brink of exhaustion. It's about finding that sweet spot where your professional journey aligns with your personal well-being. And this is a place where you can flourish without burning out. I encourage you to take the steps we've discussed today and make them part of your daily routine. And if you're ready to find a new workplace where you truly belong, consider joining me in Fried to Flourishing. It's my proven 12-week coaching experience, and it's all about uncovering your value and reimagining your future. Plus, I share all kinds of insider secrets for landing a new job in today's dynamic market. That's all for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll talk to you next week.